Lowell Tuckerman along with Marco Ukalovich and Ryan Leong here in our Fremont studios. It is a pleasure to welcome Alex Jensen, who does a great job filling in for Chris Townsend on the A's radio network. He's also an A's cast contributor and the voice of St. Mary's Gales men's basketball. Alex, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I know you had a busy day today uh, working the A's final game of the year, so thank you very much. Oh, yeah, fellas, thanks for having a busy day, busy last few weeks, busy busy last uh, six months. I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. Alex, one place I'd like to start is I was talking with Ryan and Marco here during the break, and I just find it hilarious that in the AL wildcard game, you have these two franchises who are constantly having financial issues and getting dumped on by the media. and But for whatever reason, the A's and Rays just seem to do the right thing when it comes to making transactions and player development. So I just think it's so fitting that you have these two teams in this wild card game. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I couldn't agree more. You know, I mean... You, you look at some of the moves that these two teams have made, and, and you know, like you said, Lowell, uh, they they kind of mirror each other a little bit in in the ways they go about business, right? I mean, the Rays have the lowest payroll in all of baseball. The A's are, I think, they're twenty third. Uh, and you look at you know some of let's let's think about some of the some of the uh, most important signings that both these teams have made in the off season, right? I mean, for the Rays, they went out and got Charlie Morton. Now they spent a little bit more money than they're than they're used to spending. They they went out and got him for thirty million dollars, but you know, I mean, he's in the Cy Young race, right? I mean, he won 16 games, and then for the A's, uh, they spent a little bit more money than they're used to as well. Uh, you know, I think that they got Mike Fires for two years and $15 million, and he won 15 games this year. So you're absolutely right. You know, finding undervalued pieces, uh, either in the free agent market or on other teams through trades, you know, G-Man Choice, another one for the Rays. I can go on and on with the A's, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they both conduct business in a very similar manner and and here they are, you know, playing for a chance to, to move on. And Alex, the A's rightly so are doing backflips that this game is going to be in Oakland on Wednesday. They didn't have that luxury in 2014 and last year. And of course the results, uh, went against the A's. So that doesn't mean by any stretch that this is going to be an easier game for the Oakland A's. It's just the, the lead-up to it is going to be less stressful. What scares you most about the Tampa Bay Rays if you're the Oakland A's, and what are you going to have to be careful of as the game progresses? Well, I think it's the pitching uh, for the Rays. You know, They've got a top-five ERA. I think they're number two, actually, in Major League Baseball. Uh, in ERA, you know, honestly, they're not a team that, that, that really scares you much offensively, but if they get a lead, uh, you know, if they get the early jump on the A's with Charlie Morton in that bullpen, uh, they are, I mean, they're, they're going to be one of the toughest teams in the American League if you stack them all up to, to come back again. So, I, you know, the A's have been, uh, you know, so good at that over the years, Lowell, uh, at, at, you know, making those, uh, you know, late-game comebacks and, and all the walk-offs and everything like that. Uh, it's tough to do that against the Rays because they, they pitch so well. Alex, one thing I was really encouraged about Saturday night when the A's were able to close that game out and get the home wildcard game, you know, you thought, based on Melvin's patterns, that, okay, he's going to go to Soria here in the ninth inning regardless of how good Lizardo looked. But for him to let Jesus Lizardo pitch that ninth inning on Saturday night. It told me a couple of things, Alex. What it told me was, number one, 
right now he's the guy out of the bullpen. If you're in a bind, you bring in Jesus Luzardo. And also, Melvin is starting to go to more of a feel-based approach rather than just relying on matchups all of the time. So that really encourages me, and it tells me that this game, yeah, he may throw out certain matchups at certain times if he just has the right feeling about something. Well, what did you read into that decision by uh, on Saturday night? Because it certainly worked out well. Well, I'm with you. I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, the other part of that, the, the app remembers the, the – you know, the rough year that it's been for the A's bullpen. And I can't remember uh, the A's relief core really going through a year like this in the, in the last handful of seasons. Um, but, you know, if you look down there at that, at that bullpen right now, you know, how many reliable options do you really have? Uh, you know, even if, like, Trinan and uh, Lou Trevino were healthy. Um, so, you know, I think right now he's just looking at that bullpen and saying, hey, who can I count on? Uh, to get out. And, and the other part of that equation is that, you know, Liam Hendricks had worked three nights in a row previously. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm with you. I mean, he, normally, you know, it's, it's kind of that formula of, of, you know, this guy for the sixth, this guy for the seventh, this guy for the eighth, so on and so forth. Uh, but when you have a guy like Jesus Lazardo, who's throwing 98 miles an hour, you know, he kind of he reminds me a little bit of David Price, actually, in 2008 when he, you know, uh, when, when he left onto the scene there for the Rays and, uh, you know, p- help pitch them into a World Series. Uh, our, you know, Ken and Vince today were uh, talking about how you know he reminds them of K. Rod a little bit in that same way uh, with the Angels back in the early 2000s. So, listen, yeah, I, I think he, to a certain extent he's playing the matchups, and you know, to a certain extent he knows he's got this kid down there that that has been, uh, you know, just about lights out since he's since he's been in the big leagues. And I mean, at this point in the year, right, Lowell, you you, you just need someone who can get you out and who's going to be the most reliable to do that. And, to your point, I think you know that's what he felt with Jesus Lazardo. Alex, it's Ryan Leong. Good to talk to you, and uh, congratulations on all the great work you've done with both St. Mary's and on the uh, A's cast when you've been filling in for Townie. My question to you is, of course, there's all this talk about who's going to start. Is it going to be Mike Fires? Is it going to be Sean Manaya? Whoever does start, how many innings ideally will they pitch, and how would you manage this game if you're Bob Melvin? Well, so we've been talking about this a lot, Ryan, and good to talk to you. Um, on on the post game show, on the pre and post game show over the last week or two, uh, the the splits for the Rays are unfavorable to Tampa against left handed pitching. So speaking of Jesus Lazardo, you know if it is Sean Manaya, and I, I I happen to think it will be. I have no, uh, you know the A's are going to announce it on Tuesday. Uh, they haven't really hinted at it or anything like that. But um, you know I, I think ideally you probably want five or six. From your starter, uh, but I, I also think, just like I said, since it's, it's going to be, it'd be tough to play from behind against Tampa. And I think that whoever starts that game, based on the fact that you have guys like Jesus Lazardo and uh, Chris Bassett and some of these guys, AJ Puck, they could give you some length in the bullpen. You know, I think you could see maybe a little bit quicker, you know, uh, a little bit shorter of a leash uh, with either Sean Manier or Mike Fires, whoever ends up starting that game, because it's, I mean, it's one game or you're going home. You know, and if you're trying to come from behind against that Rays bullpen. Uh, it could be tough. Ideally, probably five or six innings, but I don't think Bob Melvin will be, you know, will be shy to, to pull the plug if things aren't going as starters way. Yeah, this is a topic for another time, but don't you think they've got to change the format of this series? They've got to make it a, a, a best of three. I mean, I know you don't want to go you know, five or seven games, obviously, in the first round, but they've got to make it a best of three, don't you think? I don't know. I, I kind of like the one game, you know? I mean, it really puts a premium on winning your division, and... You know, if teams are upset about, uh, you know, playing that one game, 
then I think you can point at your division. And this is just me. I, you know, I, your point is well taken. You know, it's baseball. Anything can happen in one game. You know, the Orioles could win a you know a wild card game, right? It, it's one game. Uh, but I think you can point to the season and say, listen, you had 162 games to win your division. If you don't do that, then you know here you are in, in this wild card game. The other part of that, Ryan, is it's kind of made for TV, right? I mean, it, it's it's essentially two game sevens uh, before the before the real tournament starts and. Uh, with kind of where baseball is right now and trying to attract new viewers and uh, burst onto the scene, maybe that plays into it as well. But lastly, I mean, and, and, and of course Lowell has no empathy for the Cleveland Indians, but you have a team that won <laughs> 93 games and they're going home empty-handed and setting up tee times for the golf course. Don't you feel that when you win 93 games, your season should come down to more than just one game? Yeah, yes, but at, again, at the same time, I, you know, I think in the Indians' case, right, you say look at the Twins and say, well, you know, if you took care of business against the Twins or earlier in the year, remember the Indians, just like the A's, were scuffling early in the year. You know, I think it really rewards the team that's been, uh, you know, the best out of their division from game one to game 162. Um, like I said, your point is well taken, and it's it's a it's a very interesting argument. You know, it's it's a viable argument to make. I think both sides are, but I kind of fall on the side where I don't mind the one game playoff because you know you you had six months to earn your way into that part of the tournament. If you can't do it, then that's where you find yourself. And there you go, more playoff games, more money. We have a couple minutes left with Alex Jensen from the A's Radio Network and A's Cast Contributor. Alex, uh, imagine Monday and Tuesday going to have a lot of great content on A's Cast leading up to the AL wildcard game. So what do you have for us as far as what's going to happen on A's Cast? Feel free to plug away. Well, uh, I am working right now on uh, A's All Night from this past, uh, from today, uh, which, which I'm warning you guys will be short because, as you saw, it was more like a spring training game, not a whole lot of sound coming out of the A's clubhouse. But A's Cast Live with Chris Towns will be on Monday and Tuesday. And I also want to encourage everyone to come to Championship Plaza. There will be a uh, special A's Cast tailgate at Championship Plaza at 1 o'clock on Wednesday uh, before the wild card game gets started, Chris Towns will have an A's Cast Live episode. They'll be giving away uh, some prizes. Uh, so that's one o'clock at Championship Plaza. A's Cast Live. Our whole A's Cast team will be in attendance. Uh, that's right before the game. So yeah, come hang out in Championship Plaza. The entire will have guests and A's personalities, and it'll be a lot of fun. Alex, I appreciate you taking the time to come on Bay Area Sports Wrap tonight. I look forward to seeing you on Wednesday, and thank you for all the great work that you do for A's fans and A's Cast. Thank you so much for coming on again. Guys, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you on Wednesday. Man, the Coliseum is going to be electric. Absolutely. There he is, Alex Jensen from the A's Radio Network and A's Cast Contributor.